Okay, so hello again. My name is Shadina, and you're listening to Football Drama. Happy Black History Month to me and other black people out there. Um, Hope this month has been treating you well uh, so far. And if you're white or non-black, give a black person some money this month, you know, for reparations and all of that cute stuff. But yeah, I hope you're doing well so far. Um, and that this month, well, I'll be doing well and that this month has been treating you well so far. We're already six days in, which is kind of crazy. The days are kind of going a little too fast for my taste, but we move. And yeah, don't really have much or too much to talk about today. Hopefully this won't be an hour long like the last episode because I really wasn't intending it to be that long, but We'll just see. So football appreciation, I'm not giving it to a specific footballer. And I'm surprised at how I didn't bring this up when it came out last month. But I'm showing appreciation to Natalie Simon, who is a referee from Florida. And she's the first black, parentheses American, woman to earn the FIFA badge, which is the highest ranking a referee can get. So period and per. I'm really shocked, not really low-key, at the fact that she's the first black um, referee, or is it female referee? I'm sure there are black FIFA referees. Black female referee for FIFA. In God's big year of 2022, it's a bit crazy, but it happened, and I'm glad, and I'm happy about that, so congrats to her and all the other future black women FIFA referees. So yeah, that's that. Moving on, let's talk about some World Cup qualifying things. I don't know why I put the AFCON final because that definitely isn't World Cup. But today was the final uh, game for the African Cup of Nations. Um, I did not watch it because I can't watch it. And plus I was um, watching my university's tennis team play well at least the men um it was really fun it was my first tennis game that i attended i've been trying this year um to like go to multiple sporting events because i've only been to like one or two football games american football games and then i've been to soccer games obviously and then i've been to maybe two or three baseball games um and basketball too but like we have so many other sports. So I've been to volleyball this year or last semester I went. And then today I went to my first men's tennis game. And it was kind of cute, kind of fun. When I tell y'all, I was so confused, so confused about what was going on. Like tennis is one of those sports where for the longest time, I just never understood what was going on. Like the point system, how the sets go. I just didn't understand anything at all. But luckily, I did start to get the gist of it today as I was wa- as I was watching um I was watching the people play. So I was like, oh okay, I kinda understand what's going on. So yeah, I'll definitely be going to another game because tennis is interesting when you actually know what's going on. But anyways, what am I talking about? Oh, AFCON. Alright. The final was today between Senegal and Egypt. So the game ended nil-nil, but Senegal won on penalties 4-2. Sadia Mane winning, uh, not my voice cracking out, Sadia Mane scoring the game-winning penalty, which is um, 
kind of like circle of life. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> There's another term, but um, I can't remember right now because in like the third minute of the game, um, Senegal was given a penalty, but he missed it. So, yeah, that's cute. I believe it's Senegal's first ever um, African Cup. So that's good for them. Period. So, yeah, Sadio Mane won this. Because it was kind of like Sadio Mane versus, what's his name, Mo Salah. Um, so, yeah, that's cute. Congrats to him. Oh, and Edward Mendy, a Chelsea goalkeeper, he plays for Senegal as well. And so it was nice for him, or nice to see him get that trophy. So, period. Okay, that's enough with that. Um... What else is on the list to talk about? Oh, the U.S. men's national team. Oh, Jesus. Well, World Cup qualifiers are done for this uh, stage. So the U.S. men's national team, their last game was against Honduras. So we're going to go over the results for that. Which surprisingly, I'm surprised they pulled this off. Well... I'm not surprised that they pulled this off, like, obviously, because, um, you know, they had that, like, home game advantage. But due to the conditions of the game, I'm surprised that they pulled off a 3-0 win, um, especially whenever um, they had their first game against whoever they played against. I think El Salvador, they could only score one goal, and it wasn't even that cold. Um, so let me see if I can find the roster. Not the roster. They're starting 11 which I'm kind of like kicking myself in the foot because U.S. soccer tweets way too much. But let's see what we can get here. Yeah, no, way too much. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, starting 11. So, the starting 11 for this game against Honduras, Matt Turner in goal, Walker Zimmerman, Reggie Cannon, Anthony Robinson, Weston McKinney, Miles Robinson, Jordan Morris, Luca De La Torre, Ricardo Pepe, Tim Weah, and Kellen Acosta. And I didn't get to watch maybe like the first 20 or 30 minutes of the game um, because I was coming back um, from my classes and stuff. But overall, I was quite happy with this result. Like, really, I was really happy with this result and how they played, especially due to their circumstances. So they won this game 3-0. Um, goals were scored by Weston McKinney in the eighth minute, Walker Zimmerman in the 37th minute, and then Christian Pulisic in the 67th minute. Which, again, if you didn't catch it, he didn't start in this game. Which a lot of the girlies on Twitter were like, oh, why isn't Pulisic starting? Um, why isn't this? Why isn't that? You know, it's an important World Cup qualifying match, and Greg puts him on the bench. And it's really ironic to me because every single time, like the game against El Salvador and the game against Canada, Pulisic was trending on Twitter because of how bad he was playing or because of how bad the people on Twitter thought. Like they thought, he was trending on Twitter basically because people were saying that he was playing bad and he wasn't doing well. So why 
are y'all being like, oh, why isn't he starting? Make up your mind, babes. So I don't know, but he came on in like, uh, like 30 seconds after he came on, he was fouled. And then maybe three minutes after he came on, he scored. Which I will say, Christian definitely is a super sub, which is kind of icky to say because you don't want him to be a super sub. You want like a star player like that to, um, to start. But I can definitely see... I think we see Christian's impact in a game more when he's a substitute sometimes. I'm not going to say all the time, but you can definitely see like sometimes whenever Christian does like score a goal or he has a he has some good chances, it's because he's coming off the bench. Which again, awful to say because you want him to be a starter. But um yeah, I honestly wasn't mad about this uh, about Greg sitting him or benching him. I mean, not to say, like, oh, he deserved it, but, like, I mean, Greg, Greg, you never know what's gonna what's going on in that bald head. Like, you don't know what's going on. And I knew Greg was going to pull some boo-boo fafoonery stuff whenever he made seven changes from um, in the roster compared to the game against Canada. So I'm not upset that he didn't start um, in this game. Plus, it was like negative 500 degrees out there, and he's already injury prone. Yeah, let's not do that. Um, And again, with the weather. So this game was played in Minnesota. And mind you, it's February. Or at the time, yeah, it was February 1st or 2nd when this game was played. It's winter time, And the weather is not all peaches and cream right now in certain areas of the country well and the entire country is dealing with the winter storm right now which is crazy but it was um where did the tweet go oh here there it was um literally like one degree one degree in St. Paul and it felt like it was like probably like negative four negative six and the thing is, like, I saw this tweet that was like, it will take maybe like eight minutes for someone to get frostbite with this kind of weather. And I just don't understand why U.S. soccer would do this. Like, I'm not surprised that they did something like this, but it's just kind of like you guys aren't thinking about the safety of anyone. You're not thinking about your own player's safety. You're not thinking about the American player's safety. You're not thinking about the opposing fan, not the opposing fan, the opposing players, the opposing team's safety. And you're not thinking about the fan's safety. Because you can't possibly tell me that you were like, yeah, let's have this game be played in Minnesota and the game is going to be like, the weather's going to be a, a one degree and it's going to feel like it's negative six with three thirty miles per hour wind chill. Like, I... I don't understand that. And there's this thing that U.S. soccer does. They think that um, certain countries aren't going to be able to to play well with cold weather. Like, they, they think it's some kind of advantage, which it can be an advantage. You know, everywhere else in the country is cold, you know, thanks to climate change and global warming. So they could have played this game anywhere else. It, it could have been like a cute 40 degrees or something. You know, that's bearable. But to play a game in a city where the degree is single digit, 
that's insanity like videos of reggie cannon's ears looking i don't even know like it's giving it's giving dumbo like his ears were just like not dumbo his ears were so red and they looked swollen and then during the game whenever christian came in he was like covering his ears with his um with the gloves that he had on his hands and like uh the players during the national anthems they had to wear big puffer jackets and then weston and like i think tim and like other players they had like full-on face masks on like is this really this matt turner the goalkeeper who has little to nothing to do in the back literally had like what are they called hot hands or hand warmers that the referee told him that he couldn't have and so like whenever he had the chance he would go over to the sidelines and you know get uh snuggled up in a blanket that one of the people coaches or whatever gave to him that's crazy and the annoying part about this entire thing is that u.s soccer they're gonna make and some u.s fans they're gonna make this game against Honduras on February 2nd. Um, they're gonna make this World Cup qualifying match some type of like monumental moment because they because they um, won this game and they played this game in negative degree weather. Are y'all stupid or y'all dumb? That's not something to gloat about or something to brag about or something to like make posts and like be like, oh yeah, this, that, and the third. Because two Honduras players ended up getting hypothermia. Is that what you wanted? That's what you wanted. You wanted you wanted to to cause pain or whatever to these players. Again, I don't understand why they had to play this game specifically in Minnesota when there are tons of other places in the country where it could have been played. Um, and I don't understand like if you're really that scared or you really want your opponents to um if you want to like disadvantage your opponents don't at least don't do it in one degree like it just doesn't make sense and there are two pictures on u.s men's national team's twitter uh one guy is shirtless there's another guy who's shirtless i know those coughs were nasty filled with phlegm are y'all crazy y'all are dumb but again, minus the weather, I really like this game or how they played. Um, especially like literally like it's crazy how they managed to get this 3-0 win with this weather. Like it's crazy. And I get like, yeah, sure. Um, it, I guess whatever it's called, U.S. soccer's strategy did work, I guess, because, you know, Honduras, I don't even know what their possession was looking like. But still, this was just a little too absurd. So Honduras had two shots compared to the U.S. 16. Uh, U.S. had eight shots on target, 73% of the possession. Honduras, 27% possession. They had fewer passes. Um, they had 13 fouls, Honduras. U.S. had 15. They Honduras had two yellow cards. U.S. won, blah, 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 blah. Like, was it really worth it? I don't think so. So I really hope they don't pull this again because also Ricardo Pepe had a broken nose during this game. I don't know how it happened, but he posted on his Instagram story that like a picture of him that said broken nose. 
Like, what is wrong with y'all? I don't know. That was just something so not cool to do. Like, I'm really proud of the national team, the boys that played. I do not like or I don't support U.S. soccer's decision um, to have this game played. And apparently I saw something like Greg had a say in this too, which he's an idiot. Um, But we knew that already. So looking at the standings, U.S. is in second place. Canada is first. Mexico third. My thing is... um, I don't want to hear any excuses from U.S. fans talking about, um, oh, um, U.S., you know, it's okay or not okay. How do I want to say this? When it comes to away games, people want to make excuses. And I know I bring up those excuses a lot, but I don't want to hear them no more because Canada have won every single one of their games. Every single one of them, home and away. So what's the deal, America? I don't understand. So these upcoming qualifiers or the next ones, I'm assuming they're happening in March. Um, yeah, so March 24th is Mexico versus the U.S. And that's going to be played in Mexico, I believe. And then March 27th, USA versus Panama. And then March 30th, Costa Rica versus USA. Ew, they have two away games. Oh, God help them. I'm sure they'll be fine. They better be fine. I think they only need, um, like, maybe nine more points. Or they probably need fewer than that. I don't know. I already said this before. The U.S. men's national team, they are going to qualify for the World Cup. Um, It's just kind of like looking at at these games right now. But, yeah, they're going to qualify. Period. And I don't mind if they stay in second place. Like, I really don't. They can stay in second place for all I care. Because Canada is basically untouchable at this point, And I'm not even mad at them about that. Like, you go, girl. Do your thing. But as long as they stay in top three, preferably second place, that's all that matters to me. Because with CONCACAF, if I remember correctly from my class that I took, um, top three spots move forward, and then the fourth place spot do playoffs. We don't need that playoff spot. No. We just need to go ahead and be in that top three, preferably second place. So they need to stay put in this second place spot. Because, again, first place, untouchable. Canada, that, that's them. But second place, they need to stay right there. They do not need to move any lower. So that's enough with that. Um, just kidding. I've been seeing a lot of Burr Halter out stuff. Um, I mean, people say that for like every game, but I think especially with this specific cycle, people have been, um, people have been saying Burr Halter out a lot more. And honestly, um, Look, Greg Berhalter is annoying. (laughs) He's annoying. He has his times um, where he's like, you know, you're like, okay, I can I can stick behind him. But then other times, which is a majority of the time, you're just kind of like, what is this man doing? So um, I don't think Berhalter out. Berhalter is not leaving. U.S. soccer is not leaving. kicking out Berhalter and as annoying as he is and as much as like sometimes I'm just kind of like what are your decisions that you're making um 
at this point, if they were to, if he were to get out, it would just mess everything up, in my opinion. Um, they're already going on such like, minus the loss against Canada, but they've been consistent this year. And they've been consistent the past couple years with Greg. Um, and that's really nice to see. Because for some reason, sometimes, even if Greg has these random hamster strategies that he'd be trying to pull, for some reason, sometimes, not all the times, they work. And it's just kind of really annoying. I do need him to let Jazzy's artist go. Because, don't piss me off, like, literally, like, he's not doing anything. Anyways, but, um, yeah, I don't think Burhalter out right now is, like, the best way to go. Because the boys are already familiar with the system um and they've just been consistent in my eyes like they really have been consistent um so just kind of like why mess that up now because some fans are upset that he decided to bench Pulisic or because his tactics or his lineups are boo-boo and because U.S. soccer keeps tweeting about his shoes like at this point I just close my eyes and keep it moving because at the end of the day um the boys end up pulling through um, in the end, which it can be stressful at times for them to like play boo-boo in the first half and then the second half, you know, they automatically become amazing. Like that's frustrating, but I don't know, like, I don't know. They've just been too consistent recently. And Greg also, you know, they won the Nations League and then the Gold Cup and stuff. Like they're on a high right now with some lows, but a majority high. So, um, yeah, Burhalter out, y'all can say whatever you want to say, but keep that man in for right now because um, I, I just feel like it's just going to mess everything up if U.S. soccer, like, kicks him out, and I they're not going to do so. Like, if I am in a U.S. soccer board, head of board, whatever, committee, I'm laughing at the tweets that are saying Burhalter out because it's not happening, you know? They are they're doing well with him, so you can't like uh, it's, there's no choice. So those are my opinions on that whole situation. So moving on now, let's talk about club football. So there hasn't really been like Premier League games, uh, but there have been FA Cup games. So I'm gonna go over that. But first, I'm gonna go over the standings. Or maybe there are. Oh, there are prem games. Question mark. Oh, well, yesterday, Saturday, Burnley and Watford face each other, and that ended new no, so boring. Okay, so the standards currently for prem, top four, Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea, and Man United. And then West Ham is in fifth place. In the bottom three, Watford, Newcastle, and Burnley. So that's what the standings are looking like right now. I'm not, we're not talking about what's going on in the middle because I don't care. But that's what the standings are looking like now. Chelsea's next match, Premier League, is postponed. Oh, okay. Well, it's against Arsenal, but it's been postponed, which. I'm pretty sure, I assume Arsenal postponed it because they've been postponing all of their games this season, but we move. Um, but yeah, never mind then. I guess they won't be playing for a while. But Chelsea did play against Plymouth 
on yesterday uh, for the FA Cup, and that ended 2-1 to Chelsea. So they're moving on in the FA Cup. Um, so let me see. I really don't want to go, like, through these highlights. But it was looking a bit worrying at first. Also, this game was at 6.30 in the morning. Unfortunately, my dumb self did indeed wake up at 6.30 to watch it. But once I saw that they conceded, <laughs> once I saw that they conceded the goal, I went back to sleep. Like, I'm not even holding y'all. I literally went back to sleep. So, uh, Plymouth scored in the seventh minute. Was it off of a, off of a free kick? Um, so that went in and then the second goal, or I mean not second goal, the first goal for Chelsea didn't come until I think the second half. Um, let me see. Just kidding. Yeah, so in the 40th minute, in the first half, ball gets to... Cesar Aspiliqueta, and he had a nice little scorpion goal. I think that isn't that called a scorpion back heel, whatever you can look it up. But that made it 1 1. And so, uh, second half gets played crickets on both sides. Um, now there's extra time. Mason Mount has a slight injury. I don't think they've said anything else about it other than the fact that he didn't travel with Chelsea for um for the club world cup qualifier. I don't know what game they have coming up. We'll talk about that later, but um, yeah, extra time, 15th minute, almost 16th minute. What's his name? Marcos Alonso scores uh, the game winning goal for Chelsea, which got them to the final. Oh, actually let's talk about VAR for a little bit in this game. So Havers was subbed on. I don't remember which, at what time this happened, but he was going for goal, right? And then one of the Plymouth defenders like pulled him back in the box, and the ref was like, "Yeah, no, I'm not. We're not looking at that." Mind you, VAR is like implemented in the FA Cup, so I was like, "Why isn't this bald egg even giving VAR a chance to like look at this?" Um, but when it came to Marcus Alonso's goal, um, they were trying to see if there was like an offside. So I was like, VAR, because at first I was like, oh, so VAR must not be implemented in this thing if they're not checking for this goal. But like a couple minutes later, or checking for the foul, but then a couple minutes later, whenever Marcus Alonso scores, they want to check for offside. It don't make sense. But the goal ended up standing, and I think um, like minutes after that, yeah, Chelsea, or no, what's his name? Yeah, Malang Star makes a lazy pass, and one of the Plymouth players gets it. He fouls the player in the box, and they're given a penalty. So, luckily, though, Kepa Aratabalaga, or whatever his last name is, he's really good at saving penalties. And it was just so, like, I love a good goalkeeper. Like, um, it's one thing for goalkeepers to make saves during the game, but when a goalkeeper saves a penalty, like, what? That's like chef's kiss. And Kepa's really good with that. So that's how the game ended, 2-1 to Chelsea. And now they're moving on, and they're going to face 
um, some team. They're going to face Luton Town or Luton Town March 2nd. So a lot of games are postponed. The Chelsea game or Chelsea Arsenal is postponed. Chelsea Leicester City has been postponed as well. I guess those are prim games. Um, they play against Crystal Palace February 19th. That hasn't been postponed. Um, and yeah, I'm assuming COVID cases are the reason why these games are postponed. But Wednesday, February 9th, which I won't be able to watch this game. Um, the Club World Cup semifinal, Chelsea plays against Al Hilal. They'll have fun with that. Um, and then Champions League, uh, round of 16, leg one of two, February 22nd against Lille. And yeah. Yep, yep, yep. They have the EFL Cup final. Ooh. At the end of the month against Liverpool. Oh, that's going to be an annoying game. But yeah, that's Chelsea. Um, they're doing good. They're consistent, um, I guess, so far. Tuchel has COVID, but I think they said he's traveled with the team. Speaking of travel with the team, Reese James um, is with the boys in Dubai right now. So that's good news. Um not that too too cool yeah i don't know if they said they could he could go to um what's it called he could travel to dubai or or he hopes to join up with the team in dubai later this week so We'll see. The game is Wednesday, so he has time. Only if he's like fully healed and you know not COVID-related things or whatever. Anyways, uh, moving on now to the Bundesliga. Um, we'll go over those results and standings and talk about Dortmund, which I cannot believe the game that they had today. Um, it was actually disgusting, like sick to my stomach type B. Um, all right, match day 21 of 34 for the Bundesliga. Hertha Berlin, Bochum, 1-1. Augsburg, Union Berlin, 2-0 to Augsburg. Mainz, Hoffenheim, 2-0 to Mainz. Armenia, Mönchengladbach, 1-1. Cologne, Freiburg, 1-0 to Cologne. Stuttgart, Frankfurt. Stuttgart, Stuttgart, Frankfurt, 3-2 to Frankfurt. Bayern, Leipzig, 3-2 to Bayern. Uh, I'm not saying the result of that game. Wolfsburg, Firth, 4-1 to Wolfsburg. Um, and then standings, top four is Bayern, Dortmund, Leverkusen, Berlin, Union Berlin, and then bottom two, Stuttgart and Firth. So let's talk about Dortmund. This game was at a reasonable time for me to watch, but once I wake up, like, I need to, like, release energy from my body i can't just wake up and just sit in bed and rot like i can't do that um so i wasn't just gonna sit and like pay attention to the game because i just i just didn't feel like doing that but i'm glad i didn't do that because dortmund got walloped got molly by byron leverkusen in their own home so the first goal came in the ninth minute um an own goal by Manuel Akanji. So Zagadou makes a bad pass. One of the Bayer players gets it. 
um, Cobell makes the shot, but Manuel Akanji bumps into um, the ball and Cobell. Did I say Cobell? Why do I feel like I didn't say his name? Anyways, he bumps into both of these things and then the goal goes in to, or the ball goes into the goal. Just Dortmund things. This could only happen to Borussia Dortmund. Um, so that's one nil. And then, wait, he has pretty eyes. Julian Brandt looks like a doll. Off topic. But like Julian Brandt looks like those antique dolls that like your grandma would have in her homes. That's what he looks like. And my friend, my friend, she doesn't, she like doesn't know anything about soccer. I always like talk to her about soccer and soccer players though. Um, she said he looks like he's 15, <laughs> he's 15, which I'll take that as a compliment because, you know, usually Caucasians tend to age quite fast in their face areas and he's 25, I think. So, you know, I think that's a good sign that he's aging well and that my friend thinks he looks like a teenager. Anyways, so he takes a free kick and own goal by well people i guess they thought that munia scored it but it was actually an own goal either way it's a goal for dortmund so it's 1-1 that's the 15th minute i wish youtube would stop these stupid ads um 19th minute yeah dortmund is just so they were so sloppy in this game. They were not aware at all. Look, look at these defenders trying to run. They can't catch up with them. Boom, look at all that open space. Well, that's 2-1. 27th minute, free kick taken, and free kick goes in. So 3-1 for Leverkusen. This was actually so embarrassing. In Dortmund's home. Like, what? We're in the second half now. Oh my God. Fourth goal in the 52nd minute. And that was a nice goal. I can't even be mad at that. Oh, that's sick. What happened, Dortmund? Because usually they're bad at times, but this was just God awful. This was basura. Oh man. And I think Holland is out with an injury, which I, honestly, at this point, one singular person can't save this game. Um, and especially like whenever Dorman loses or whenever they're down goals like this much, it's hard for them to pick up momentum because they keep rushing or like they get frustrated. And so they keep like losing the ball. <gasps> my son, Gio Reyna's back. Oh, my sweet baby. Please heal his limbs, God because I cannot have him injured anymore. My goodness gracious. 82nd minute and it's still 4-1. And this game ended 5-2. Yeah, defense is just garbage. Oh my goodness. Throw the whole defense away. Like we need new defenders in the back. Like literally everyone can beat feet in the back. I don't even care no more. And look at them. Oh my God, this is so embarrassing. And then look, 
defenders are too slow in the back. They're too slow to react. Like, are you dumb? And I never want to blame Kobol um, in these situations because he's a good goalkeeper and he really do be trying. I will always put the blame on the defense. And I'm always in the right because what are they doing? Literally, what are they doing? Mm, 89th, 89th minute, second goal for Dortmund. Like, that's going to do anything. Y'all are dumb. Are they stupid? At least they're still in second place, but still, that's so embarrassing. And y'all got beat on your turf. Like, what? Oh, my goodness. They ought to be ashamed. They ought to be ashamed. Where's Bayer Leverkusen? They Oh, Leverkusen is in third place. Hmm. But still, y'all playing like this at home? Bro. That's insanity. Who do they play next? Because I need to know. And at this point, I don't really know if I have much faith. They play Sunday, February 13th against Union Berlin. Why do they keep playing on Sundays? Bro. Union Berlin. Are they in the top four? Yeah, they're in fourth place. Oh, brother. At least they're still in second place, surprisingly. And they need to stay that way. Um, because, oh my God, are they crazy? Oh, anyways. So that's dormant for you. Typical dormant things. So to end off with football drama, I don't have much. I only have two things. So one is like really short. It's just a update on the Greenwood situation. Um, so there were new allegations of assault and threats to kill, which, I mean, are we surprised? No. Unfortunately, he has been released on bail. He was released on Wednesday, which, you know, uh, eh, whatever. Miss Harriet uh, made a post on Instagram. I don't remember which what day it was, but she made an Instagram post recently. And it said, I'm grateful to everyone that has sent messages of support and encouragement. Thank you. That over the last few days have been difficult and I'm taking a break from social media while the police make their investigations. So, yeah, I just hope she's doing okay and that the police don't end their investigation with some bull because, no, like, I need her to get some justice because, again, those videos and pictures, yeah, disgusting. Um, But that's that. And then this isn't really drama. It's just something really random. So Romelu Lukaku, Chelsea player, Belgian player. Um, the girlies on social media are calling him Lukaka. And it's just a little weird to me. Actually, it's very weird to me. And um, it's giving Loki like, uh, a little racist at times and anti-black because if you're not familiar with the term caca it means poop like I'm pretty sure it means poop in a in so many languages but in like Creole Haitian Creole caca means poop you know um or it's like related with pooping and so seeing people refer to Lukaku as Lukaka, like y'all think y'all are funny, but y'all really aren't. And I guess, sure, that's an easy way to, you know, make fun of him or whatever. But I don't care how much you don't like 
a certain player, whether it be because you think he's overrated or because you think that, um, you know, he should, he's underperforming, which I understand that people, especially with this price tag that Lukaku has, I'm not surprised that people are upset with his performances because, you know, they think that, you know, he should be doing more, which I understand that. But this just isn't funny. To me, at least. I guess to other people, probs white, they think this is funny, but it's really not funny. Um, and I'm really not going to, like, make a tweet about it on Twitter because I, I don't have time for that. And plus, no one cares about what I have to say on Twitter anyways. But I'm just kind of like, I really don't like this term that people are using. Because um, it was literally trending on Twitter. Like, Lukaka was trending on Twitter. And I was like, y'all are so not funny. Like, this isn't funny at all. So, I don't know. That's just weird to me. I want to say, especially since it's Black History Month, I'm going to say things with my chest even more because I'm black. And this is the month of black history. So, yeah. That's basically that with that. Stop being weird and stop being racist. Okay. And that's all for today's episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. And, yeah. You can follow Football Drama on social media at Football's Drama. That's Football Drama with an S in between the two words um on instagram and twitter um and yeah subscribe uh follow the podcast wherever you listen leave a rating and review good ratings and reviews don't give boo-boo mess because i don't want it um but yeah yeah so yeah i do want to do like some things where people can like send in questions or like ask for my opinions on certain things but I don't know if I'd have to make an email for that or, like, have people send them on social... Actually, no, I do not need people in my DMs. Um, but I don't know. This podcast really isn't that big yet for me to be doing all that. So I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing now. And maybe I'll do fancy things in the future. But, yeah. Okay, that's all I have for this week or for today. I hope you have a good week. Hope something good happens to you this week. And, yeah, I'll see you all in the next episode.